take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. All I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Hello and welcome to Southgate Real Talk. I am Robert Montalvo. I will be your host on this podcast. We will be talking about everything in our beautiful city of Southgate. Everything from politics to events and everything in between. Now you're here because you took that red pill and you want to know the truth. And I have plenty of red pills to hand out. And I'll try and be as honest and truthful with you. I'll try and provide you with as much information that's available for what we talk about. And that's the main reason why I started doing this podcast was I come in, I, I speak with a lot of people on a daily basis here in Southgate. I am very active in this community. I really do believe residents, my neighbors here in Southgate, need to be informed on what's going on, good and bad. What's going on behind the doors of City Hall. What's happening outside in our city. I know sometimes we get a little busy, we're in the middle of, of a pandemic right now, and sometimes you just want to know the truth, you want information, and I want to provide that to you through this podcast. Today, we'll be talking about lies and corruption here in Southgate. Lies and corruption are a huge problem, not just in Southgate, but just in the Southeast in general. We are hardworking people. Most of our households have adults working two, three jobs sometimes. So it's really difficult to be involved in local government or in the community. You know, most of the time we're working, taking care of family, our children. So this is what some of these politicians uh, rely on, an uninformed public, an uninformed community. They do it for personal gain to help their friends out. And the bottom line is, they're in it for the money. Somebody's getting rich off the misinformation they provide to this, this community. So I'm gonna begin with playing you a clip. This is the beginning of the reign of Mayor Maria Davila. And it's sad because they don't have your best interests in mind. I can make a motion. Uh, uh, and that's for Maria Davila as the mayor of the city of South Bay. I have a motion by Councilmember Hurtado with a second by Councilmember Rios. Is that correct? That's correct. At this time, we'll take a vote on that motion. Vice Mayor Diaz. No. Councilmember Avalos. No. Councilmember Rios. Yes. Councilmember Hurtado. And Councilmember Banna. Yes. In that clip you just heard, uh, Gil Hurtado made a motion to select um, Maria Davila as a new mayor. That was seconded by Al Rios. And when the city council voted on it, they uh, it was a 3-2 vote. And uh, it was Gil Hurtado, Al Rios, and then Maria Davila who voted for herself to be the mayor. Now, Southgate has a really long-standing tradition of rotating the mayor. And this is where the corruption and lies begin. So on that rotation, every year, the council selects a new mayor to serve a one-year term, and they select a vice mayor also. Uh, Councilwoman, or at the time, Vice Mayor Denise Diaz uh, was next in line to be the mayor, and then it would be Al Rios to follow up as a vice mayor as a rotation succession uh, 
was to be completed for this year in 2020, but that tradition was just disregarded. It was thrown away for personal gain and a power grab. Being the mayor and having the majority of that council in a little group controls the money in Southgate. It controls employment. It controls a lot of aspects of what happens in the city of Southgate. Now, just to shed some light on this, Gil Hurtado does not like Denise Diaz. He has a vendetta against her. He has animosity against her also. And this is well documented. He has taken many opportunities to insult her and slander her. And that bad blood is there, and he brings that to the city council. So what better way to get back at her but to deny her in the rotation? But at the same time, destroying a long-standing tradition that helped fight and curb the corruption here in Southgate. So not one person had absolute power in the city. Now, at that meeting, I was present, and the vast majority of residents that spoke and came out wanted to preserve that tradition. I mean, it wasn't even close. Yet, these three individuals took it upon themselves to destroy this tradition that has stood for years and was in place to prevent things like what happened during the Albert Robles years from happening again. And right now we are seeing the beginnings of that with the power grab that took place back in April this year. Now I did find a little clip that I'm going to play for you right now. And I want to apologize for the audio. Uh, this is coming straight from the Southgate City website. And the audio is pretty bad from those city council meetings. I tried to clean it up a little bit, but that's the best I could get it. So in that... Gil Hurtado, you had a motion to make. Are you going to make your motion? You heard a woman's voice. And she said, Gil Hurtado, you have a motion to make. Are you going to make your motion? And that was on record. So when... Any city council person comes up for a vote on an item, they're not supposed to be discussing anything with each other. And these three, it looks like they got together and formed a plan because there was obvious communication between them. And that's known as a serial meeting where the majority of a board or, or city council in this case meets or talks about an item and makes a decision before they even attend a meeting and vote on that item. In this case, it was it would be the mayorship. So there's something there. I mean, the audio's there, the the way the um, the voting, the nomination, just the whole thing was was really a dark dark day for Southgate. And the way it went down, it looked very scripted, pre-planned. So the next clip I'm going to play for you took place last year, last April, uh, 2019. And at that time, uh, Mayor Belen Bernal made a motion for Al Rios to actually be the mayor that year. Al Rios quickly recognizing the traditions that we have in Southgate stood up and spoke about them. So I'll play the clip right now. You can hear for yourself. Uh, but I would like to nominate again Councilmember Al Rios and Councilwoman Denise Diaz to serve in those positions. Uh, Madam Mayor, may I just want to reflect a little on uh, the fact that 
we, we do have a tradition here, I mean, in the city, and that's my understanding. Um, uh, and, yes. um, you know, respectfully, uh, you know, uh, and, and I think that, um, I, I, I think, so that's why I would kind of hold off. I'm, I'm kind of planning for <laughs> next year. <laughs> Second the motion of um, Councilman Rios, um, uh, just uh, put on the floor. And, and again, you know, we do have a tradition of, um, of rotating uh, mayor and yep. vice mayor. That's right. And we need to continue uh, with this tradition. I think that it's been working very well. So um, I understand the different, I mean, what um, you're trying to do, and, and I really do. But I think that we need, we here in Southgate, we need to continue with our traditions. Okay. Clip, you can see obviously that Al Rios and Maria Davila knew about the tradition. They spoke how important that tradition was. They were adamant about what they said. And yet, just one year later, when the opportunity presented itself for them to get power and control everything in Southgate, they disregarded everything for their own personal gain. Let that sink in. And that's how corruption begins. When people like Gil Hurtado, Maria Davila, and Al Rios decide to start breaking traditions, lying to the public, and then not even acknowledging their lies, just pretending they never happened, is something that we should all be afraid of because that's how this corruption begins. You know, it begs the question, what else are they lying about? Why did they disregard this cherished tradition we have in Southgate that the residents wanted? They backed up. They said we need it. Why would they do that? And can we trust them? I mean, you could hear Al Rios in that clip mumbling. There is obviously a different agenda that they have with this. So what else are they lying about? Because I think he knew he was wrong. He knew what he was doing was wrong. And then he mentions he has to think about next year. So right there should tell us that he's thinking about himself rather than this city. He's worried about himself becoming the mayor. He's worried about his own political career. And that is something that we cannot have. When they're campaigning, they spend two or three months telling us how good they are, how they want to help us, and when they get elected, they disappear. And that's the case with Maria Davila and El Rios. They took power, and God knows what they're doing behind closed doors right now. Who knows what kind of secret deals they're making, because how can you trust them? They've already lied to us. It's just like any relationship that starts in a lie. You can never trust that person. And this. Okay, welcome back. As we continue talking about corruption here in Southgate, like any communist regime or dictatorship, one thing you want to silence are people's voices whether it be by intimidation, discrediting them, or even threats of violence or threats of any kind. And we do have that going on here in our city of Southgate. So one person I want to focus on as an example would be Mr. Thomas Buckley. Um, he's a community leader here in Southgate. He's very well known. Uh, he's an advocate for our residents as far as truth and transparency of just anything happening here in Southgate, and one of the few people that I know who is very impartial when it comes to subjects. I'm going to play a recording for you. 
from a uh, city council meeting where he questioned Maria Davila and El Rios on basically destroying the tradition we had in Southgate. So I'll play that clip for you right now. Numbers Hi, my name is Thomas Buckley. Yeah, uh, we should keep my address concealed for the permit. Yes, go ahead, Mr. Buckley. Okay, so I have a lot of people in the community asking me what's going on at City Hall. Um, a lot of them are hearing about it because of the recent article that came out on the patch in which it talks about the controversy at Southgate City Hall that we're having right now, uh, and it specifically names El Rios and yourself, Maria Davila. Uh, the questions I'm getting are what's going on at City Hall, and is there corruption? On a personal level, I feel bad for Denise, but truth be told, I don't endorse her. In fact, I don't endorse any politician. I only care about one entity, and that's our community. So I work every day for my community. And along with that, I endorse their civics, their understanding of the system that serves them. And so when I see a balance of power that was entrusted to a politician, or in this case, two politicians, being selfishly used for their own gain, I'm not going to be silent about it. Mayor Maria Davila and Vice Mayor El Rios, how did you quickly forget about your own community? How did you forget that Denise Diaz was voted into office by the residents of Southgate? How will the community or your colleagues trust you? You lied to Mayor Belen Bernal, you lied to your community, and you destroyed a Southgate tradition that belonged to all of us. It was a safeguard against corruption of power. Perhaps in the last-ditch effort of trying to be fair, we heard El Rios abstain from his vote last week. But we knew what, it, what was meant by that. And let's be honest, shall we? He was already committed from the start. This is nothing less than an orchestrated event. Vice Mayor El Rios, will you tell me I'm wrong? Will you tell the community right now that no one pressured you into voting the way you did? And now, the city of Southgate has a vice mayor and mayor known for gaining their, their positions through dishonesty rather than by merit. We as citizens have no idea how long you plan to keep this power. There are no term limits and no tradition anymore to keep your power in check. Even if you tell us, how can we believe you? You've set the precedent such that the status of mayor will now have to be taken and claimed vindictively because it's no longer shared equally. Politics, corruption, there's nothing new here, nothing innovative. You simply say you believe in certain values, then when the time is right, you do the opposite, and you take from others so that you can benefit yourself. That's a hefty price to pay, but you both did it. Welcome to power, Mayor Maria Davila and Vice Mayor El Rios. Thank you. Now, what he said in his comments, I totally agree with it. I couldn't have said it better myself. It was an honest opinion, and it was very accurate of the events that transpired with Maria Davila and Al Rios and Gil Hurtado that night in destroying this tradition we have. But above all, taking away that safety net that we have to keep these council people from getting absolute power over everything in the city. And again, we saw that happen with Albert Robles when he was in power here and it looks like we're heading in that direction again. So immediately after Thomas spoke, Officer James Hugar, who was president of the Southgate Police Officers Association, commented right after he did. And I'll play that clip for you right now. 
Yes, this is James Girard, Southgate Police Officer Association President. I'm extremely upset and bothered by the fact that Thomas Buckley could come on here and tell me how he was going to be completely impartial over politics. However, he continues to attack people that have already been elected and appointed to this position. I've asked him to stay impartial as he's continuously told us he would be, however, he has not. He talks to us about um, numerous issues, and it is not accurate. It is not fair. For that reason, I completely and utterly disagree with Mr. Buckley. Thank you. Thank you for your comments. Our next call. There's a lot, a lot of things that were said in that comment that Officer Hugar uh, mentioned. Uh, just in the beginning, I, I want to make clear that anybody can voice their opinion at a city council meeting. You don't have to be a resident of Southgate, but you do have the right to speak. And Officer Hugar absolutely has that right to speak. But the difference here is in the beginning of his comment, he identifies himself. But what separates his comment from everything else is in the beginning, he identifies himself as the president of the Southgate Police Officers Association, which in turn triggers his words into being the opinion and the standing of the Police Officers Association here in Southgate. So his comments were pretty vindictive and straightforward. To me, sounding like he was intimidating him, Mr. Buckley, and even trying to discredit what he said. For a police officer to come out and say that about a resident is unheard of. I have never heard that before here in Southgate. That was really unprecedented to happen. No official police officer should ever, ever say anything like that to or about a resident. And it was clear that James Hugar or Officer Hugar was upset that Thomas had mentioned Maria Davila and the terrible things that she was doing here in Southgate, which again is his right to say, just as Mr. Hugar has a right to speak also. But of course the difference is he identified himself as the president of the Southgate Police Officers Association. So by him doing that, it's obvious he was protecting Maria Davila. Now I can give you a little background on the relationship that um, Officer Hugar has with Maria Davila. He and his wife um, vacation with her. Uh, his wife has been friends with her for I think seven or eight years. She she confirmed this. They're very close. Um, he was heavily involved in her campaign as well as the entire uh, Southgate Police Officers Association. You know, they donated um, money, signs that I saw uh, put out there. Which is legal. They can do that. But the election's over, and Maria Davila did go against the wishes of the people of Southgate and lied. And when she was called out on it, Officer Hugar came out to basically discredit and intimidate Mr. Thomas Buckley. And that is a perfect example of trying to silence the community. And also, by identifying himself as the president 
of the Police Officers Association and also a police officer for Southgate himself, it kind of just alludes that he has more credibility than Mr. Buckley has, which is another way of discrediting him. In other words, trying to put his word against Thomas Buckley's word. And he's gambling that he has more respect because he's a police officer. But disregarding the fact that Mr. Buckley, despite all his kind of celebrity status here in Southgate, is just not a credible person. So the depths of intimidation that people took to try and silence Mr. Buckley are pretty extreme. You know, as we dig into um, the story with Thomas Buckley also, he faced a lot of these intimidation tactics. He had a package delivered to his, his home with some threats. Kind of reminds me of those 1950s movies where you know, those gangsters come up and they try to intimidate you at your house and leave you notes and stuff like that. You know, his business, his company was was attacked also because of the comments that he was making and the truths that he was exposing to the public. There was a lot of, um, I believe on Yelp, a lot of uh, false comments being made about his business, which is just another tactic that people use to silence somebody. Because when you speak the truth in Southgate, the powers that be will do whatever they can to keep you quiet. Because they know if you find out what they're doing, they won't be in office anymore. They want you to be misinformed. They want to tell you what they want to tell you. They want you to believe what they want you to believe, their reality. So if somebody comes forward and is brave enough to stand up against these people, they face a huge backlash of intimidation, threats, lies being said about them. And that's the end of this episode. Thank you again for listening. If you want to reach out, leave a comment criticism anything you anything that's on your mind drop me a line uh, the email is southgate real talk at yahoo.com again southgate real talk at yahoo.com drop me a line let me know what's on your mind let me know what I can do better and I'll talk to you soon thanks <laughs>